from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. Results of Henrico County Public Schools back to school survey are in and a new group is advocating for a measured return to school. We've got details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute for Friday, July 10th. 2020. It's brought to you today by Henrico Area Mental Health. And now for the news. Henrico County Public Schools officials received more than 13,000 responses to their back-to-school survey and they're still reviewing and analyzing them for trends according to spokesman Andy Jenks. The survey was sent to parents, guardians, and staff members that closed July 5th and asked about two approaches to the fall, one being a hybrid learning pathway through which students would be split into two groups that would alternate half days, days, or weeks of on-campus instruction with the group not on campus learning virtually, and also a fully virtual pathway. Now, some parents were upset that the survey did not include consideration of a full-time in-person return to school, but school system officials have indicated in the past that they believe state and federal guidelines would prevent that as a viable and legally defensible option. The survey permitted one response per household. The school system has more than 51,000 students, but a significantly smaller number of total student households since many families have multiple students in the system. Jenks would not say how many households received the survey. He also declined the citizens request to view a sampling of survey results but said the school system plans to publicize those results soon. You can read more right now on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking education. Well, a new group organized completely through a Facebook page is working to ensure the safety of teachers, staff, and students when Henrico schools reopen in the fall according to a press release. The group which calls itself HCPS Back to School Safely is composed of School system employees, parents, and community stakeholders, according to its release. It currently has about 1,800 members on Facebook. The group plans to begin its advocacy at next week's Tuesday school board meeting at Glen Allen High School by holding a car rally with members holding signs in their cars in the parking lot and also others speaking at the meeting. It's also working to send a petition to members of the school board and Superintendent Amy Cashwell requesting that the board not vote about its reopening plans Quote, until staff voices and concerns are heard and met in a full, equitable public plan outlining all details and concerns, end quote. The group has compiled a list of preventative measures for which it is advocating, and they include a mask mandate for students and staff, paid sick leave for COVID-19-related illnesses of staff and family members beyond what is already provided, cleaning supplies, hand sanitizer, PPE, and hand-washing stations provided for students, staff, and faculty, better filters for ventilation systems in all schools, no consideration of requiring teachers to teach in person and virtually at the same time, and free COVID-19 testing for staff and faculty and their families, among other requests. You can read more about this group and its efforts right now on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking Education. Well, a week after increasing for the first time in three months, the number of Henrico residents who filed initial unemployment claims during the week ending July 4th declined, but just slightly. A total of 957 Henricoans filed first-time claims during the week of June 28th through July 4th, according to data released yesterday by the Virginia Employment Commission. 
That was a decrease of 4.6% from the previous week. Statewide, Henrico had the ninth most first-time filers during that week. And overall, since the pandemic began in mid-March, it's witnessed almost 34,000 people apply for unemployment. That's the seventh highest total in the state during that time, just behind Richmond and Chesterfield. Yesterday's data also showed that after five straight weeks of decline, the number of county residents who filed continuing unemployment claims during the most recent week actually rose by about 550 to just more than 15,000 in total. Some of those who filed initial claims during the past three months but have stopped filing continuing claims likely have returned to work. Statewide, about 31,000 people filed first-time claims during the most recent week. That's almost exactly the same number who had done so during the previous week. As we all strive to do our part during this extraordinary time, Henrico Area Mental Health serves as your local and public mental health agency continuing to do its part. We all experience mental health challenges, especially during extreme challenging times. It doesn't matter your age, gender, race, or ethnicity. Each person is affected differently. If you're a resident of Charles City, New Kent, or Henrico counties, and you, a family member or friend or someone you know, may need someone to talk to about the mental health challenges being experienced. Do your part and call us at 804-727-8515. That's 804-727-8515. We're here to help. Remember, mental health is good health. Call Henrico Area Mental Health at 804-727-8515. That number again is 804-727-8515. This message comes to you from Henrico County CSB Prevention Services. Despite four new confirmed cases of COVID-19 yesterday in Henrico County, the county's overall total number of cases actually decreased by two to 2,725, according to the Virginia Department of Health. That may be because officials reassigned previous positive tests to the localities of residents of those who tested positive, though it's unknown specifically what led to the adjustments. A Henrico Health Department spokesman told the citizen that such adjustments typically are made for that reason or to correct reporting errors. Another four deaths were also attributed in the county to the virus yesterday. That brings the total number of deaths announced this month to 28 after just 10 last month. Three of the new victims were in their 60s, the other in his or her 70s. At least 11 of those 28 deaths actually occurred weeks or months ago, though, and were only recently attributed to the virus upon further examination of death records. The citizen has inquired with VDH officials about whether any of the subsequent 17 deaths are the result of similar analyses. VDH reported only one new hospitalization among county residents yesterday, and Henrico's seven-day moving positivity percentage remains at 4.6%. That's its all-time low as of July 5th. Well, several Henrico County Public Schools parents last night shared their discussions with their children about race and how parents can be allies during a virtual audience of about 40 attendees online. The panel, titled Community Conversations, Parent Perspectives, was part of the school system's family learning series. One black family who was part of the conversation, whose son attended Freeman High School when officials received a report of the Confederate flag appearing on the baseball field there, said they were disappointed in how the school had responded and felt there had been a lack of concern for black families. 
An Iranian-American parent of a student at Short Pump Elementary School praised that school's former principal, Sarah Slaughter, for helping to celebrate the school's diversity and said she saw how it paid off when her daughter stood up publicly for two black friends recently. You can read more about last night's virtual conversation on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking under Education. Henrico police have charged a 33-year-old county woman with felony hit-and-run in connection with a fatal accident that occurred December 27th on East Laburnum Avenue near Bowling Road. 33-year-old Jessica Belfield faces charges in connection with the accident that left 89-year-old Rosa Brown of Henrico dead. It happened shortly after 9 a.m. that day. Brown was found already deceased beyond the sidewalk along the 3800 block of East Laburnum Avenue when officers arrived on scene. Their investigation found that a vehicle traveling southbound on Laburnum Avenue had struck and killed Brown. With restaurants opening back up, the Virginia Department of Health has again begun its restaurant inspections, and we've got a roundup of the most recent ones from Henrico County, which you can view right now on HenricoCitizen.com. Just click on Dining. Visit the Lakeside Farmer's Market at 6110 Lakeside Avenue on Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon. To learn more, visit Facebook.com backslash Lakeside Market RVA.